What's up, guys? I just want to say thank you to everybody out there that supports this podcast. This podcast has brought a lot of joy into my life. I've had amazing conversations with people that I'm just in awe of. And it wouldn't happen without your support. So I appreciate all you guys sharing this podcast. I appreciate all the comments and the feedback, all the positivity. I appreciate everything. So thank you so much. If you'd like to help support the podcast, you can go to allineedskate.com. And you could buy, you know, one of our beanies. We got skateboards up there. We got t-shirts. We got socks. We do have bills with the podcast, so anytime someone buys something from our online store, it helps keep the show rolling, so it means the world to me. Thank you so much. And today's guest is the one and only Zare Bassett. I'm so excited. Zare's been my good friend for over a decade now. The man is unbelievably talented on a skateboard, and he has some awesome stories. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. This is the Shepherd Show. I feel really good now. Three. Keep drinking that honey juice. <laughs> Whatever you do, you have one thing that's unique. You have the ability to make up. And when things get tough, this is what you should do. Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Make Microphone check, one, two, one, two. I hope they get it. I'm sick of explaining history. I'm rolling with a circle of winners. We claim the victories. Yeah, yeah, come on. It's about to be the realest shit you ever heard. In a transitional world, right? Yeah, it's just basically going for it. You know, and sometimes you don't know, think about getting hurt or slamming, but you know, it, it happens. It's skateboarding. It's you know, it happens game, every day. Yeah. People are worried about skateboarding and the state of the industry. Yeah. The truth is, we are the industry. Yeah. Skateboarders are the industry. Experience, I guess, just because there's like, I've never seen like that many skaters in one place. Just like, it's like we it's take like over the street. Hey, so what's up, guys? We're back. Today's guest is East Coast legend Zara Bassett. Um, say what's up, man. What's going on? We live right now? Yeah, we're on, man. We we started with Mr. T. Uh, oh, dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? Yeah, man. So I'm hyped to have Zared on because I've known him forever, dude, since way back. I mean, we've known each other for over a decade, maybe more now. I don't even know. Yeah, it's over that for sure. It's crazy. Let, let's just go right into it, man, because you got, you got a lot of, like I was saying through text, you got a rich skate history. Um, we just did one with Suski, and he had such a long history, too. It was, like, really awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, Suski's the man. Yeah, Suski's definitely the man. All right, so, Zared, how, how did you find skateboarding? What's your first introduction to skateboarding? Uh, my first introduction, I just, I seen, like, a group of kids. There was, like, two kids in my town, and I'd see them, like, walking around when I'd uh, be going to school or just, I'd just see them around with these skateboards, and they were kind of, like, Right when the you know the old school boards, the smaller wheels were coming out, the, the, they had the term the new school boards, and they were just the smaller boards with little wheels. And I was so, you know, just kind of figuring out like what are these things all about? They're like the new trick boards. So then I ended up getting one, and me and my buddy that I played hockey with, and yeah, that's how it started. Just kind of really interested in just seeing kids around. How were you any good at hockey? Yeah, I was good at hockey. I started playing when I was three years old, and then I'd like go to all these tryouts and stuff like that. I was, I was good at hockey, yeah. Hell yeah. Were, was your family, when you first found skateboarding, were they real, Were they supportive? Uh, yeah, yeah, my mother was definitely... I'm getting a little feedback. So. Sorry, it's probably my breath. <laughs> oh, cool. um, yeah, my mother was definitely a little more supportive of it. Uh, my father was kind of uh, spent a lot of time 
you know, playing sports with me and stuff. So he was just kind of like, mean, you're just going to go ride the skateboard or these kids? And the kids that were skating at the time, you know, were kind of like, I don't know, just kind of looked down on in the town because people didn't really get what, what they were doing, you know, because it was so new. They were just like, what are these kids doing sitting in this parking lot all day long? Like, these kids are losers. Like, it didn't, people didn't understand it yet, I don't think. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, parents, it was kind of a 50-50 at first. Yeah, and you were up, at this time you were probably in Chatham, right? Yep, I was in Chatham. So I imagine, like, skateboarding was kind of like a new thing to people in Chatham. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think it still is a new thing to people in Chatham. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, it just, you know, there was, you know, no, nobody knew what the heck was going on. They are just like, what are these kids doing? They're just sitting in this parking lot, like, going back and forth for hours, day upon day. Like, it just, you know, people didn't understand it. They're on drugs. They're What are they doing? They're, they're doing the reefer. <laughs> they're, put, they're all loud with their skateboards, and they're definitely doing drugs. Yeah. Who 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 was your homies that you skated with? What was your first posse? Uh, my first buddy was uh, his name was Justin Van Tassel, and we were on a hockey team together. And um, I remember going in to hockey practice, and I was like, "Dude, I want to get one of these new boards." Like da da da. He's like, "Dude, I just got one," and he got a used. It was a GNS slick board that he had gotten. Yeah. And um, as soon as I like went after, I went to his house after after hockey practice and like checked it out and was like cruising around. I was like, I gotta get one. So I went the next day and got one with like my saved up clamming money. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, we just uh, we would bring our boards to like hockey practice and we just like fuck around after practice and stuff like that. And that's sick. I forgot about slick boards. Those are crazy, man. Yeah, it was cool. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I wonder if they're still making them or if anyone out there offers a slick nowadays. <laughs> Who knows nowadays? They were sick. They were sick, but if you got them wet and they started delamming, it was like that layer's coming off. Yep, hanging on the wall. Yeah, now you just have a normal board. It's no longer slick, and you have to try harder. <laughs> That's cool. Um, you so you were in Chatham, and I know you go. You guys had a skate park up there, right? Yeah. Um, it took a little bit when I when I first started. There was no skate park, but then probably like two years after I started skating, they built a skate park behind the. Uh, old elementary school oh it's not the same skate park no it's moved um it was behind the high school or the elementary school for a few years and then they've moved it to where it was last but then they just got rid of it like uh six seven months ago and they're talking about redoing another one. Oh man i hope they do um yeah it's it's definitely happening that place was legit um when it was by the airport because i went to demos there like i remember just driving up there it was like Almost an hour away, but it was like uh-huh. people would go. You make the day of it, and I remember we watched the <laughs> Osiris team there, and like, yep, yep, it was sick, man. Yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, like me and my father tried to build the uh, like a replica of the skate park at Tampa Pyramid, and um, it came out it came out really good. So that was like my favorite thing there. We just like skate that thing all yeah. day. That pyramid was sick. That was yeah. it had the gap to rail and everything. Yeah, this thing was fun. How does the skate park come to be? Because, I mean, there wasn't that many skateboarders. How do you talk them into it? Two years later, you must have had a whole posse, though. Yeah, I mean, well, me and my buddy started, and then I kind of met other kids in the town. Like, my friend's uh, older brothers were skating, and they just bring a, a launch ramp to a, a parking lot, an old gas station that had, like, a metal curb. Yeah. And so once they kind of, I think there was just a little too much of that all the time, because it was on a main street. So it was like, oh, we got to get these kids kind of, like, you know, out of the, off the main street, because... I don't know, Chatham's like a nice kind of town. 
So I think they kind of hit us behind the elementary school. <laughs> these kids are <laughs> up the slamming business. We got to get these kids <laughs> behind fences. We got to got to contain them. <laughs> That's cool, man. So you grew up you grew up skating there, and you skated the streets of Chatham, and then you skated the park. The mean streets of Chatham. Yeah. Man. How do you venture out? Where's the first place you venture out to skate street besides like small towns? What's the first city? Well. Like you said, like, you drove an hour to come skate the park, so it was kind of like a good park, so just kids would come through and skate, and then they'd be like, dude, you should come to, like, Dennis and come skate with me, and then I met my buddy Lurker Lou, my best friend now. Yeah, Lou. Yeah, so I'd go to Dennis, and then, you know, I met some people from Boston, so then I'd go to Boston, and just, just from the skate park, people coming to skate the park, meeting people, and just going to, like, see where they lived, and, yeah, slowly ended up in New York. That's rad. Yeah. What um, what was the what, when you first got into skateboarding? How did you find out about like videos and magazines and like the whole sponsorship side of skating? Oh wow, yeah, it, that took like a couple years. Like at first it was just you know, freaking anything goes, which it still does, obviously. But <laughs> but yeah, you're like yeah. you have no idea. I have no idea, you know. <laughs> so then finally, like uh, the post office. Uh, there was a little magazine shop by the post office, and they had a Heckler magazine. I think it was, like, Skate, Snow, and Surf, maybe. Yeah. Fun. And I got one of those, and then Mike Vallely had an interview in it, and he was, like, dropping in off roofs and, like, doing bonelesses, and, like, I was like, holy crap, like, there's actually, like, names to these tricks, and there's, like, I didn't get it. So then, um, like I was saying earlier, my buddy Lou, he kind of, like, was, like, skate nerd, just knew every, watched every video, like, so he kind of put me on to all that, like, watching videos, and I remember he'd get pissed, because I'd be, like, not paying attention, he's like, dude, did you fucking see that? Like, you got it, like, rewinding things, and he gets so frustrated, because I just didn't understand it, you know? I was like, oh, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> he was just, like, more advanced than I was, you know? Like, he knew all the tricks and all the dudes, and I had no idea that any of that existed. Yeah, that's rad. I remember the first time I found out about it, my homie showed me, uh, my homie Dale, you know Dale, he, uh... Yeah. He showed me like a four one one, and my mind was blown. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, you can do all these tricks, and people are sponsored, and like, I didn't even know about skate shoes or like anything totally. like that. Yeah, it was a trip. <laughs> so, coming up in Chatham, skating out into the cities a little bit, getting into getting sponsored. Like when you were when you were young, did you make sponsoring tapes? Yeah, I mean, the first one I made was actually I think because. Um, people would do demos at our park i think the first one was um was it osiris and invisible i remember oh laban fitness laban fitness yes 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 yeah so then like me and my buddy were like dude we gotta like rip man like the pros are gonna be here it's like whenever we skated it was like our hometown park so we were like doing a little thing or whatever and then one of the dudes like one of the reps from osiris was like dude i'll hook you up with some shoes and then um one of the dudes on invisible was like yo you should send a uh, sponsor me tape to this company 16 which is all kids like under 16 years old and it was through um you know it was like uh i forget what the distribution was but was it giant maybe I'm yeah yeah giant yeah, cause yeah. It was, like orion and orion trucks and invisible and stuff so then yeah i was like damn i need to make a, a sponsor me tape you know like <laughs> so i just saved up some money got a video camera and then just started like filming my friends and just made a little tape and like would just send them tapes like every few months or whatever just like skate in the park fuck yeah i did the same thing man yeah yeah so <laughs> so psyched like vhs like just trying to get whatever and just yeah. put it together like you'd learn a tri trick that day and, like, yeah. just film that shit put it in my part you know totally. <laughs> yeah. 
no, no, like marinating, no, like no, 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 sure. everything, anything landed is going on the tape. <laughs> and the tape was like all glitchy and like you see oh, scales yeah. in between, and you're like, yeah. you couldn't edit it. Probably I was like filming it off a TV screen. There's like reflections <laughs> at the back. It's great. That's awesome, man. Hey, sixteen. Who was on the team? Did, so you ended up riding for sixteen, right? Yeah, that was actually my first like skate trip, like for a company. They sent me to California, uh, and the team was. Uh, Jimmy Astleford. Yes, Jimmy, what up? Yeah. Uh, Devin Brankovich, who's been ripping. He's got all these clips on Instagram. He's back in the in the, in the mix. Hell yeah. Uh, Spanky. What? Uh, Justin Case. Yeah, Justin Case was uh, so fucking good, too. Kid Jeremy Holmes from Texas. Yeah, Jeremy. Dallas. Yeah. It was a freaking really cool team. Like, now that I look back at it, I'm like, wow, dude. Like, it was sick. That was the coolest brand. Like, <laughs> Dale... Yeah, was that Mr. T? Mr. T's right? trying to get up in the mix, Whoa. get on the airwaves. He's trying to steal Elwood Shine. That's usually Elwood in the background. <laughs> it's all right, T. So Zared's got an English bulldog. You guys can't see it, but uh, you can just check his Instagram. Mr. T is famous, man. Oh, yeah. Mr. Look Mr. at his T. grill, dude. He's got like a Biggie Smalls kind of lazy eye look going. Special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Dale told me about 16, and I thought it was the coolest thing, man. I was like... It's for only kids under 16, right? Wasn't that the thing? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I think like when you, yeah, it was all, for, it was just kind of to give kids a little shine back then. I mean, I feel like when we grew up, there wasn't many kids that were younger that were like in the videos and stuff. There was, yeah. I remember Sammy Baptista, Fulfill the Dream, like him and uh, Brennan Turner. Yeah. And then there was uh, Omar, who was on Foundation at the time. And I remember they were, like, the only, like, younger kids that were in skate videos, really. Yeah. Like, when I started, anyways. Yeah, so they took you out to Cali? Where'd you go? I don't even remember. We went all over the place. We, like, drove around. I don't remember. Was it weird hanging out with a bunch of kids you didn't know? Yeah, because, I mean, I'm from this little town, and these other dudes, like, know all this, like, skate knowledge, and they know all these, like, pros and stuff. And we're, like, in the van, I'm just kind of, like, keeping to myself. <laughs> What is that noise? Is that him breathing? It's Mr. T, dude. He's, <laughs> he's wilding out right now. Yeah, T, what up? Yeah. T made the podcast. I'm hyped. Yeah. <laughs> he just makes, like, gro- gro- like groaning. He's, like, on his stomach right now, like, rolling upside down. He just wants attention. He's so spoiled. That's fucking awesome. He reminds me of my dog, Amber. Amber's the same way. She's just, like, Queen Amber. You have to pet uh, her when she wants. She has to go out. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it runs our, runs my fucking life. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, 16 skateboards, which is fucking awesome. And then Osiris. Who was? Do you remember who was hooking you up with Osiris? I don't remember. It was He was... Uh, I, I don't remember. It was, like, <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> I remember T-Bone came to the demo. Yep, T-Bone was there, Jerry and Sue. Um, trying to think who else was on at that time. Um, it was, I think Dave Mayhew was there. Hell yeah. Dave Coyne, maybe. Maybe, that dude was amazing, too. Crazy little mix. Um, I remember going to that demo, dude, and, uh, you, you, for that time, were, like, way ahead of what I had knew, like, known about people skateboarding as far as skills. Like, you were doing shit, you were doing shit over the spine. Like, and I didn't even really know what a spine was to like, not there, you know what I mean? And you were doing, like, 360 no-foots and, like, yeah. crazy, like, skate park tricks, but, like, beyond my understanding. It was amazing. And that was at that Osiris demo. I just remember, like, you were keeping up with those dudes. Even then, how old were you then? Uh, I was probably, like, 13 or 14. <laughs> it's so crazy, man. It's funny. Uh, 
So we go from 16 to where's the next sponsor? I mean, you had other um, sponsors as well, right? Uh, no, it's kind of like Osiris. Uh, I think I started maybe getting hooked up from Etnies a little bit. Um, but then uh, 16, there's a guy, Rodney Johnson, who was doing 16. And then he was like, hey, we're, I'm going to work for World Industries. Like, do you want to, like, get flow from World Industries? Cause I'm bringing a couple other dudes with me. Mr. T's trying to get in the mix again. So I ended up getting boards from World for a little bit. Yeah, I remember that, and you also, I remember you got flow from Split as well? Yeah, I was getting some clothes from Split, yeah. So all of this turns into, uh, you get flow for all these people, where was the, where'd you get your chance with New York? How did that come about? Let's, um, that was like, I think, who hit me up? I was filming, I was hanging out with Brian Brown a lot, and his brother Doug was filming a lot up at that time, and I think I was just skating with Brian... And his brother just started getting all this footage of me, and he was like, he gave it to Jeff Pang, um, who was at Zoo at the time, the team manager, and he kind of hit me up um, and asked me to ride for him. And at first, because I was like, you know, I was kind of secluded from the skate scene, so like, I didn't, I was just thinking like California companies were the shit, you know, when you're younger, you're kind of like, just that's what all you kind of see. Yeah. And I remember I was skating in Boston one day with Jamal Williams, and um, I kind of had brought up, like, yeah, like, Jeff hit me up for Zoo. And I remember him just being like, dude, you got to ride for Zoo. Like, that's, like, you're from the East Coast. It's so, like, you got to do it. And I looked up to Jamal. I still do. I looked up to him so much. I was just, like, really thought about it. And, yeah, I ended up riding for Zoo, which I think was, like, the best decision I made. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Zoo York, just mixtape. Speaking of Jeff Pang, my God, like, <laughs> That video was so sick, just being on the East Coast and watching that raw skating and all the hip-hop in it and Harold and yeah. all that. So did, you, did, you didn't know any of the history before riding for them, really? Or did you just, like, find, did you research it after and go in? No, I mean, I, I, I'd heard of all the guys and stuff. I just wasn't, I didn't really get it, you know what I mean? I didn't get, like, East Coast, West Coast. I didn't think there was any difference. I just had always seen, like, California. That's where the skating is. You've got to go to California. So it was just so, like, brainwashed, like, I need to be in California. You know what I mean? I just, that's where it was. Sunny California, like, I gotta go. Like, I feel like I was, that's a normal thing for kids on the East Coast. Maybe, maybe now it's changing a bit because there's actually some pros that are stuck around, you know? But I feel like yeah. that's normal for sure. Yeah. At, like, oh, you gotta go to California. That's the industry for sure. Yeah, totally. And that's like people now, they're like, when are you moving to California, man? Like, when are you moving? I'm like, why? They're like, Cause, you know, it's just like, it's gotta be tough on the East Coast doing shit. Like, <laughs> you know? I don't know, dude. I li- I like living here. You're still in New York, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the best here, man. I mean, it's kind of it's where we grew up. It's what we it's what we do. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you can make it happen wherever. You just got to be really dedicated and really want to make it happen. Sometimes you have to take more of like a leadership role or make shit happen yeah. where it wouldn't be given to you. You know, especially on the East Coast with the weather and just being a little bit disconnected. But yeah, I think you gotta yeah you gotta want it a little more. Yeah. So you ride up, you end up riding for New York. I'm guessing you end up going into the city and uh, experiencing staying in the city. What, what was that like for the first time? Yeah, I mean, I'd go and stay with Jeff, and he lived in Queens at the time. And um, I remember at first I was kind of just like, dude, this place is crazy. Like, I'm, I could never live here. Like, this is insane. It was just the complete opposite of where I grew up. And, um, yeah, I just kept kind of going back and going back. And every time I went back, I just got more and more comfortable. Um, and then I turned 16... And the day I got my license, I was like, fuck it, dude, I'm driving. I drove straight to the zoo office and was like, I'm looking for apartments. Wow. And it was just, yeah, I just kind of fell in love with it. And you were only 16 when you did that? 
Yeah, when I drove, yeah. I didn't I didn't fully get I didn't get my own spot till I was eighteen, but I was just kinda like couch surfing and I'd come back and forth but just I'd stay at Jeff's or whoever was around at the time. Were your parents so hyped that you weren't going to Cali? Uh, yeah, my, well, my parents were going through divorce, so that's kind of like skating helped too. I was kind of like, you know, just getting away from all that and just like skating and traveling. And then, um, yeah, they were hyped. I mean, they were kind of going through their own stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But yeah, they were definitely psyched. That definitely like uh, weighs like those types of issues where parents split up or having a parent missing in the scene or whatever, that type of stuff definitely can fuck up little kids or anyone really you know so to have skating as a a way to work through some of those issues is always a blessing for sure yeah, totally that's right so did you is he giving birth to gremlins what up d <laughs> it's going nuts, man. he wants your attention he's like, fuck it i'm the star he's freaking biting my foot <laughs> all right so question about going into the city and skating with those dudes where had you um was there, were they smoking weed, drinking beer? Like, was it different than hanging out in Chatham? I mean, yeah, they were. At the, I mean, at that time, I was doing... Oh, shit. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on a second. Did I lose you? No, you we're oh, good. You're still there. I just dropped the computer. I mean, yeah, by that time, I was already doing that stuff myself, and I was just kind of like, you know, trying to show off and hang with the big dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of did. You held your own. And I remember the first few videos or whatever, you just, uh, you could tell you were the young buck, but you kept up with the skating and everyone liked you. Like, all those videos, I, I went back and watched them not that long ago, like the mixtape too, and all those videos, and I was like, yeah, he was just the little dude. Who 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 was on the team when you first got on Zoo? Um, when I first got on, um, freaking dog, hold on a second. Right. We um, can, we can edit stuff out too, so don't. Right, cool. Uh, when I first got on, I remember I was getting boards for a while and Jeff was like, yeah, we're doing a demo at 8-Ball Skate Park. And I was like, oh dude, like, I'm going to meet you guys there. Like, let me jump in the van with you. <laughs> and he was just kind of like, I don't know, man, these, these guys are like, you know, they might bully you and blah, blah, blah. Like, they're kind of tough dudes. <laughs> and um, I was like, whatever, man. My like older brother used to beat the shit out of me. It's all good. So I met them there, and I ended up just getting in the van. And at the time, it was uh, Todd Jordan, Danny Supa, Quim Cardona, Pete Eldridge, Brian Brown, I believe, Burton, and Burton Smith. Oh, hell yeah, Burton. Dude, that yeah. was an epic lineup. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I just got in the van and kind of like was like, oh man, this is crazy. Everybody was, you know, fucking with me. And I remember uh, Anthony Carrillo was sitting in the back and he was just kind of like, took me in the back, was like, dude, hang with me, dude, you'll be good. And just kind of like looked out for me a little bit. And then, yeah, everybody ended up being cool though once they realized like I wasn't some little punk kid. Yeah, I feel like in any situation when you come into a crew that's already established, you got to kind of like earn your spot on the team and. You yeah, just, uh, take some hazing and just kind of totally. yeah, kind of go with the flow and just you know. <laughs> you were the flow tra flow trash then. Oh, basically. for sure. <laughs> Anthony Korea has such a sick style. I just want to throw that in there. Oh, dude, it's one of my favorites still. Like, it's crazy. Is he is he from Texas originally? Uh, he's from Jersey. Jersey, no shit. Yeah, he's from New Jersey. Where is he at now? Do you know? Uh, oh wait, no, no, my bad. Yeah, he is. He is from Texas. Oh, okay, okay. He moved to Jersey. He's back. He's back in Texas. No shit, yeah, I just remember watching him in all the skate videos and being like, he didn't have to do the hardest trick, because the tricks he did, he did so smooth and so, like, proper, like, backside flips, and just, like, so much steez, like, for yeah, that time. It was, it, was, it, was, it was crazy skating with all those dudes at that time, like, I don't know, I was just 
just blessed to be kind of you too, like growing up in that era, like where we kind of got like the end of like, I don't know, just not like skating's not real, but it was just different, I feel like. No, absolutely. We, we got to witness the end of kind of like, you know, before it was super mainstream and all that stuff, so. It was still kind of raw and forming and taking yeah. shape, for sure. I, I definitely appreciate the moment that I started and found skateboarding, for sure. Because today it's a whole nother game. I'm not bitter or mad or nothing, because I really enjoy having everyone involved in skateboarding, but it's definitely a different beast than what it was when we started. Nowadays, it's definitely like people are coming into it trying to make a career or knowing they can gain something from oh, oh yeah i feel yeah. like when we started or at least that our generation it was still like uh eh, you just found skating and you liked it and then if yeah. you liked it you found out about it and yeah you had to work to get like you had to work to like just find a place that was around us so you had to like make an effort to watch a skate video or like even find a skateboard magazine and nowadays it's just you know it's everywhere so yeah, it's a, it's definitely a sat- saturated. Yeah, which is rad though, you know. That's it's cool. It's the dream. It's the dream, dude. It's everything yeah. I ever wanted. You know, as long as people appreciate it and you know everyone's still cool with each other. That was the big thing that I always worry about skating is that it gets too big and then it gets too like uh, sports. You know, like where it's yeah. just kind of like for the elite athlete and not for everybody. Because skateboarding is so much different than a sport. Yeah. It, it's for everybody. You can have the jocks, you can have the nerds, you can have like all the mixture of every different person, you know. Whereas in sports, it's kind of like you're kind of like an athlete that if you're in sports, you know, for the most part. Definitely. That's cool. That must have been a trip just going from Cape Cod to like New York City, seeing like the homelessness and the craziness of the city and skating around. And is there any crazy stories that you can remember from just like skating the city, young? I mean, jeez, just, oh, man, yeah, nothing in particular, really, just, you know, being super young, just around dudes partying, and kind of like, I don't know, just hanging out with the older crowd, and just watching dudes do some crazy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so there was some wild shit going on, especially in New York, I feel like it's so different from even where I was living, you know, like, I lived in New Bedford, and it's kind of city-ish, but it's small city, New York is like the mecca, you know, so I think people are a little more advanced (laughs) for the most part. For sure. (laughs) Um, Before we move forward, I'm going to go to Instagram real quick, because I posted a thing today, and there was like a shitload of questions from kids, so we'll we'll get a couple of them right now. Alright, let's see, let's see. I'm gonna scroll through some of these. Not kids, but people. It's all different. I always say kids, but... Let's see. Alright, did, did any Have you ever had, had... Did you have any issues with security guards in the city or anywhere in particular? I remember there was that one in Boston. Where uh, you- that was the first photo I ever had in a magazine. <laughs> no way, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, who shot it? Uh, Ben Colin. Yes, Ben is the man. Fuck. Yeah, it was the, uh, the Barley Hubba in Boston, like, the other side. I was trying to skate it, and the security guard came out, and I was, like, so close to, like, landing. I was thinking I was doing a switch nose slide, and I was so close, and the dude came out of the building and just grabbed me super gnarly, and I was like, oh, man, like, couldn't get away, so I, like, had to rip my shirt off, and, like, <laughs> cops came. I'm, like, running away, like, with no shirt on. <laughs> I remember seeing that photo, and you're just, like, a, you had, like, a shaved head, like, yeah. fucking yoked little kid, and I was <laughs> yeah. this is fucking, he's, like, grabbing you. I'm like, this yeah. is fucking crazy looking. Yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> that got ran in skateboarder? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Your first photo wasn't even a skate photo? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nice introduction to the skateboard. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's awesome. How'd you link up with Ben? Because he was from Boston, too. Yeah, um, I don't even know if he was there, like, shooting a photo of it or not. Like, um, I know I know he was with, like, Joey Pepper. They were there. I think we kind of just, like, ran into, like, a crew of dudes, and we were just kind of, like, all in the same place, maybe. And I was trying it, so Ben started shooting. I'm not even sure. Damn, sick. So, Al, kind of going off topic, going back a little bit, did you ever have any D3s? You did ride for Osiris. D3s? I don't think I ever did. I think mm-hmm. they were selling too much. They wouldn't send them to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Sorry, Zared. Companies would always give me the ones that didn't sell. Like, yo, try these out, kid. <laughs> these are moving too hot. We can't make yeah. any. <laughs> I mean, I probably I would have for sure. I would have well, shredded those things. You probably couldn't get any because I was buying them all up at that <laughs> I fucking had a few pairs of D3s. Hell yeah. I think, no, you know, I, I definitely had a pair. I had a pair. The blue and yellow ones, I believe. Yep, fuck yeah. Those are all. Sure. All right, we're going to get to another uh, question from someone. All right, favorite favorite spot in Rhode Island slash Providence? Favorite spot? Ooh, well, I mean, Skaters Island. But obviously that's not there. R.I.P., um, baby. R.I.P. Uh, Martin Luther King Banks. I think it's Middletown or Newport. Yeah, uh, um, Newport they, Banks, right? Yeah, they like re-cemented them a few years ago. Oh yeah, those are beautiful. Yeah, I've been going skating there a lot with, my, with uh, Eddie Rap. Yeah, Rap Life. What's up with Rap Life? Yeah, he's chilling, man. He's just recording music, doing his thing. But uh, yeah, Jenna, my girlfriend, still lives over there. So whenever I go chill with her, her at her mom's place, uh, we go visit her mom, and I hit up Eddie, and we go skate those banks. Rad, those banks are really, really fun. Yeah, it's, it's crazy good. because it, it's like they just built it on a tennis court. It's not like a skate park, right? Yeah, and uh, dude, every time we go, it'll be freezing, and there'll just be like one kid skating by himself, and then like <laughs> mad kids will just come. It's like it's so sick. Just dudes are just out every day there. That's rad. You yes. need you need that, especially in a scene like that. Yeah, it's cool. All right, we got more questions, but some of them are jumping ahead, so I don't want to. How'd you link up with uh, Etnies? Was that Dave Hwang? Um, at first it was through a rep, um, and then, um, yeah, I think, I forget who hit me up, I remember I was on a zoo trip, like, in Texas at R.B. Umali's parents' house, and we were, like, playing pool, and I got a call from, I think, I forget, I forget the dude's name, but kind of put me on a little, like, am or whatever, or, like, official flow, I don't even know what it was at the time, but then, yeah, um, over the next few years I got on, and... Had a couple of ads and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a trip. Did, was it a trip when you first like started getting like? Because I feel like not to rub your nuts too much, but I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit. I feel like um. Just a little. Yeah, I feel like you got hooked up with like legit sponsors and you made like a mark in skateboarding really fast. Um, you had like switch tricks that people weren't really doing or they were, but you were on the same level. And it was it a trip to like be in magazines and be in videos and just kind of be traveling with skateboarding yeah man i was blown away i just kind of like um like at, at the time when it's happening you know you're kind of just doing it and then it's kind of a trip now like looking back when i look back at like just old like magazine clippings or little video things i was like damn that was so long ago like <laughs> like yeah i mean that's i mean we're, we're skate rats yeah absolutely you know? it's, it's I'm, i mean it trips me out still now whenever i we put out videos or in any magazine i'm still in awe like it was the first time for sure yeah i feel like that's crazy because when you're when you were on new york you had i believe you had some covers what was your first cover of a magazine um switchback smith on uh it was a uh, 42nd street uh grace building ledge um it's in new york it's in manhattan 
Uh, it's actually not there anymore, but... Was it marble? Like a marble? It was like a white marble outledge. I remember it. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was Killed an actual thing. You did a lot of shit on that. It was actually... I was so psyched because we were going to Europe on a zoo trip, and it was my first time leaving the country, uh, 2002. And I remember we went and just skated that thing real quick, and I remember being so hyped on it because it was... I don't know. I wasn't used to skating ledges that actually grinded. Like, <laughs> it was, this thing was marble. I was like, holy crap, this thing actually grinds. And I remember, yeah, just skating it in the... The, a couple of the dudes from the team are there. But yeah, that was the first cover. Who shot that, Retta? Yeah, Retta. Damn, and you didn't know it was a cover, obviously. No, I had no idea. So then you just shot that photo, went to Europe. Did you find, When did you find out? When you got back? Or? Like a few months later, yeah. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I was, I still, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I can't imagine. I've still never had a cover, but I've always dreamt of it. So whenever I see one of the homies on the cover, I'm like kind of living through it a little bit. Like, yeah. so sick. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's like, crazy. Like I just saw even Ryan Gallant. I don't really, I don't even really know him that well, but he's from here. And when I saw his cover recently, I was like. Just so happy inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Our area, and he's got the cover, and it was like on a gnarly, gnarly yeah, spot. I mean, we're all like the same, you know what I mean? We camp in the same spot, so it's like we're a team, you know. <laughs> I see just, one of the, you see one of the other guys. It's just, it's great. You just know. I just know how hard it is for anyone to make it from our area because there is no. In, well, when we started, there was no industry here, really. You know what I mean? It's just like you had to really figure out a way to make it happen. Yeah. Like, otherwise, it wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. Wow. Where when when did Harold come into the team? Was he on he wasn't on when you first got on or Yeah, he was on yeah, 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 for sure. Um I don't think he was on that trip. Yeah, he was on that trip. I'm tripping. I don't even know how I didn't even say his name before. Um Yeah, he was there. Um wiling out. <laughs> was he was he when you first saw him cuz I met like Harold's always a really outgoing dude who definitely doesn't seem to hold his tongue for anyone. I mean, did he did he haze you at all or how was? Uh, no, he was pretty cool. He was just like, yo, this little dude, like, yeah, like he was psyched, like he was super cool to me. He's like, I don't know, he never really like, I don't think he was, like, he was nice to everybody. Like anybody who's had a story about meeting him, it was like, oh, Harold was like the first person I met in New York. Cause he was just that person to like take in somebody and be like, yo, let me show you around, like come cruise, let's go ahead and get some food or like, you know, he was just always out and about and willing to show everybody around. So he didn't really haze me too much until we got to know each other a little better. Then he'd start fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he was always someone that, like, I watched some videos and was like, that dude was larger than life for sure. Oh, you my know? God. <laughs> actually, actually, dude, I can't believe I didn't bring this up before. The first day when I got my license and I drove to the city, I don't know how I forgot this. This is hilarious. <laughs> so I'm talking to Jeff and he's like, oh, Harold and Muska are waiting for you to just go skate. What? And I'm like, I, I don't know how I didn't mention this before. So yeah, I'm like thinking he's fucking with me because that was when Muska was at like you know it was the Muska like he was just every like he was the man. He still is in my eyes. So just yeah, he is. He is for sure. I still have that little kid feeling about him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I got there and Harold and Muska were there and we went and skated around and we couldn't get like five blocks without people like fanning out on Harold or fanning out on Muska. I remember just being so blown away, like dude, all these people know who these dudes are. Like this is crazy. <laughs> just nuts. That's like a level level of celebrity, especially uh, like skateboard celebrity. It's insane. Damn, that's insane. Those were your two dudes. That I was <laughs> tripping. I, didn't, I, didn't, I thought Jeff was joking. I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, when I got there. I was like, holy shit, the Muska. Whoa. Was the Muska like, like you know how? Because I've 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 seen him, but I've never actually hung out with him. Was he like he was in videos where he's like, yo, yeah, Zer, yeah, yo. dude, he's so hyped, dude. He's, <laughs> he's like, yeah. 
totally. That's all. That's, that's him all the way. And him and Harold must have been a pretty fucking good combo together. It was insane, dude. It blew my mind. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even know they knew each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. At that time, I was like, oh wow. It seems so natural that them two that they, those two would know each other because they're both larger than life personalities. Uh, it was so cool. <laughs> so you go so you go to Europe. Where'd you go in Europe? Do you remember for your first one? Where'd we go? We we shit. Went to we were in Italy. We went all over, dude. This is like so long ago. <laughs> You're just like me. It's so funny. I'm like I have such a bad memory. Like I'm just like yeah, we just did it. <laughs> no, it's because you have you have like a full hard drive. It's like um, I try to explain it to my girl because she's like tries to ask me details and I'm like I don't like we went there twice already. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Ten years and and I went so many other places since. It gets all mushed together. It's like just a big <laughs> mush. That's good. That means that you've been in the current in the you've been there. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. We're just flowing and it just kept moving. The stream For keeps sure. going. <laughs> it's hard to be like, oh I remember that bend. That was like seven bends in the river, so like, I don't know. Exactly. We're exactly. stuck in a moment. <laughs> That's right. Um, one sec. I'm gonna go back to the insta because I want to. We had a lot, and I want to try to get them get these kids uh, questions because they're pretty stoked. Oh, here Ramsey said, "When is Zara gonna drop a mixtape with Quim time?" Oh, that's sick. I was actually with Quim yesterday at the trade show. Dude, he's the fucking man, no? Yeah. Hey, we're on it. We're on the mixtape. Yes. Ramsey came back. I don't. I met up with Ramsey like a little while back, and he was just so hyped on Quim's music. He's like, "Check this out, Shadow. You gotta check this out." He put it in, and I was like, holy shit, dude. This guy's like, yeah. I didn't know what to expect, because I always heard the freestyles, and they're just kind of off the top of his dome. Like, they're uh-huh. they're good, but they're just like a freestyle, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to hear his music, his, like, album he had, or mixtape, it was fucking really good, man. Yeah, he's been doing it for a while. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, it's so, like, he's brave, man. That takes bravery to do that. I don't know if I could do it. He don't care what anybody thinks. He's just doing it. He's doing his thing. He's yeah. killing it. He seems like a real positive dude as well. Like, just always really positive and down to earth. Yeah, very. That's awesome. All right. East Coast scene. So much of East Coast fashion. What, what do you think? Of, someone's asking about fashion and skateboarding. Like, <laughs> I guess, what, what about, how do you feel like New York and Chatham? Like, what was the difference? <laughs> Did they school you and be like, check this out, wear this, see this? Like, I mean, I look back at my footage and I just didn't. I, you can tell, I obviously didn't pay attention to it because I'm wearing this crazy, like, not like fashionable. I'm wearing, I'm just like small skater kid. Yeah, yeah. Back in all my old footage, um, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to all that crap. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's funny. It's I don't know. You did the cornrows. How was that? How'd you get? Oh, that, back, back, back in the hair days, baby. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> glory days, dude. I can't. That was that was chill, you know. Who did that for you? Um, I don't remember. Is that New York though? <laughs> yeah. Let's yep. See. Yeah. Damn, I always wanted cornrows and never happened. <laughs> <laughs> and it can't happen now. It's like like faded glory cornrows, which <laughs> run it. All right, another one is, how does he feel about the massive popularity of skate brands today? We kind of already talked about that. All right, hold on. I'm going to skip ahead because I don't want to... Some of these are too far down the line. Someone just said Zared is fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) How the fuck... Ask him how the fuck he did... He just did no comply back tail. (laughs) Because I posted that. You go comply up. 
you scoop it up in there and then you slide. <laughs> that fucking shit looks sick. Alright, fuck it. We're not doing that. <laughs> fuck it, they got enough of them. There you go, guys. Craziest, craziest, or the best Herald story you got? Something that just—it doesn't even have to be crazy. Just something about Harold that you, that sticks with you. And give me a minute. Give me a minute here. Crazy Harold stories. I mean, just skating through the city with him and Muska was crazy. Um, him on his own, crazy Harold story. I mean, I wasn't there, but the ollie, the long ollie he tried at the uh, oh my god at the trade show. <laughs> <laughs> um, him talking about that was amazing. He's just like, he's like, yeah, I'm standing up on the ramp and like all the other legends are up there. It's like Andrew Reynolds and he's naming off all these dudes. And he's like, so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. And he's like, he's like, I drop in, I'm pushing. He's like, oh, I, I seriously thought I was on mushrooms. The closer I got, the bigger the gap got. <laughs> bigger and bigger the gap got. <laughs> oh, fuck. And that footage is insane. He fucking clear. He goes clear across the gap and fucking double foots into the back of the other. <laughs> was he okay? He was totally fine. Fucking A. Totally fine. I don't blame him, though. I would have tried the same thing. <laughs> it was so good. Have uh, um. I wanted to talk about Tampa. You seem to always do good at Tampa. Um, I remember, I feel like the last few years you've got like, you got like the golden ticket, no? Uh, a couple of years ago, qualifying, yeah, I, I don't know, I just kind of like, yeah, it just happened, you know how it is, you're like practicing, practicing, or whatever, skating, skating, it never comes together, and then no, once, I don't. once don't. in a while it'll come together. <laughs> no, so, I don't, I don't know, I never do that kid, that is awesome. <laughs> I mean, that was the one time it happened, I was like, holy crap, I landed stuff, like everything I wanted to do, I landed yeah, you did. That was the one where you did, like, that long switch crook on that, like, bank, that bank ledge. That was, like, straight out. That was so good, man. That was a couple years ago? Yeah, I think that was, like, three years ago. What the fuck? I thought yeah. that was, like, last year. No, that was, like, three, maybe four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to Tampa this year? Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Me, uh, Timmy, Timmy Knut just hit me up today and was like, all right, are we going to Tampa? I was like, let me figure out the budget. We're going to try for sure. Hell yeah. I'm going to make that shit happen. That's always a good time, man. I didn't go last year. I was just caught up, like, in the transition and, like, working and trying to get skateboarding shit going. So I didn't go. But this year I'm trying to come back and break, yeah. a, break a sweat down in fucking humid Tampa. Oh, you'll break a sweat, all right. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember fucking Tampa when we were, like, jumping off the second story? Oh, my God. Do I? <laughs> Breaking palm trees and fucking... Dude, that was, like, seriously, like, some World War Two shit. I remember just, like, <laughs> hanging from trees. There's, like, cops across the way, like... <laughs> Kicking dudes' doors in and like that was crazy. We were throwing. I remember Billy Marks or someone had like a lot of fireworks and we were just uh -huh. throwing them into the pool and like watching yeah. them explode in the pool. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my that's my memory. It was like seriously World War Two, like water, like push, like cops running in, like <laughs> trees breaking. <laughs> I think a mattress might have got thrown off a balcony too. Oh, I think that's definitely. like. And I remember Dave Huang, who was like the dude for Soltech, because all of us were getting. Shoes from Soltech at that time, and I remember Dave Huang was just like, I think they had a pretty big bill for <laughs> the hotels. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, fuck it though, right? Yeah. Fuck it, Tampa baby. What's the best you What's the best you've ever done in a contest? Have you ever won a contest? Um, 
No, not like any legit contest. <laughs> Just like small time one. <laughs> it's like hometown hero contest <laughs> same here dude i won one it was like in north carolina it was just like a small shop contest but i still it's still there yeah it's rad dude it's rad. <laughs> besides that um yeah i never got contests are crazy man i always had the wrong mindset too i'd go in there i'd be so nervous and like oh my god and now it's like i don't care anymore i'm just trying to skate yeah I was... and obviously i'm like i obviously care a little bit like yeah you know what I mean. I'm the same way. It's like you want to do good, but if you don't, it's just like that's what it is, you know? Yeah. You just want to win your shit, man. You just don't want to go out there and look like a fucking... <laughs> exactly. <bull. laughs> yeah. Let's kind of talk about how do you feel about the state of skating right now? Like, you seem pretty stoked, and you've been in it for a long time, so you, you kind of have a, a wide spectrum of, like, where skating was and where it's at now. How do you feel about the state of skate right now? Uh, I think it's cool. I mean, you got, like, the, you know, it's definitely out there as mainstream. Like, a lot of people see it and stuff, but then it's gotten so to that point, you got all these new smaller companies kind of coming up, and it's just super cool that it's kind of, you know, it's what we make it. There's dudes that are, like you, that are going to do their own thing instead of just following the crowd and, like, doing, you know, what everybody else is doing. So I think skating's in a really good spot right now. It's got the attention from you know, everybody, but then now you have skaters learning how to, like, start their own things and not have to skate for these other companies, you know, and it's so accessible to everybody. You can just put a video online and, you know, everybody sees it, so, you know, everybody's like, oh, skating's getting so crazy, and it is, but, you know, it's all what you're into. Yeah. I mean, there's something for everybody, and you just, that's why I feel like guys like us just need to represent things that we actually care about and aren't just, like, trying to collect a paycheck. Yeah, you nailed it, man. I couldn't agree with you more. I, I think now that everything's connect, connecting, like, with um, social media and just, like, the world's kind of getting smaller because of the connection, you know what I mean? Like, we yeah. could, I could go on my phone right now and watch skateboarding in China all day and all night. Yeah, just, like, exactly. find a hashtag and just, like... Totally. <laughs> yeah, so, like, now that we're all connected and there's kind of, like, a mirror to our world, it's, like, now, now I feel like... The more authentic you are to yourself, you're going to find your niche. Like, you don't have totally. to go to a brand and, like, fit in with that brand or, you know, peas, you know, f like, you know, you could do your own thing and, and you can find your own audience now, which is rad. Exactly, yeah. We can build our own brands. Like, Zara Bassett can be in charge of his own advertising with his own social media and share what he wants to share with the world instead it'd be like back like 10 years ago it's like you had to get an ad or someone from the video they had to film you and then, then yep. they could edit it and do it whatever they want you know exactly i think that's really really exciting and really rad yeah. that's like that now it is yeah it's great do you is there you think there's ever been any kids that like has gotten hooked up solely off of instagram video oh for sure dude it's like 15 seconds of fame and actually for sure can we think of someone that actually has made it to the pro level, though? Has it gotten that deep yet, though? I don't know. Not yet. I'm sure, dude. I don't know. <laughs> Little Gary fucking body hucker? Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it has happened. Who's uh? Who are your current sponsors? And, and take your time, because I don't want you to miss any. <laughs> no pressure. Current sponsors. Yeah. Uh, Converse shoes, or, yeah, con shoes. Uh, Expedition Boards, Tensor Trucks, Spitfire Wheels, uh, Bones Bearings, Hombre Hardware. Sick. Yeah. What and, about, uh, what about the Skate Shop? Uh, I don't really skate for a skate shop. I kind of rep a bunch of shops. Sick. 
um, rock some orchard stuff or second nature. Oh, hell yeah. Brian Brown, that, Doug? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I kind of like to rep for, you know, the people. Yeah, it's cool, man. I, I feel the same way. Um, Now that I'm doing all I need, it's kind of cool that I can show love to, like, all the shops because it's really fucking cool that there's all these people that decided to dedicate their lives to skateboarding and open up totally. shops to build skateboarding and build hype, yeah, you know? So exactly. doing, like... The New England Am, which you came and was a guest judge. That was so fun, dude. I can't wait for next year. Yeah, next year's going to be awesome. That's so fun. I'm already working on it right now. Um, Kids are ripping, too. I was blown away. Yeah, dude, you should see it. um, (laughs) There's, like, people coming still to the park. They know next year's coming, so there's... Oh, sick. Everyone's, like, preparing for the awesomeness. Damn, that's awesome. But, um, I forgot where I was going, but I feel like... Oh, I remember. Now that all I need and doing the New England Am, it's cool to be able to, like show appreciation and praise to all these people that actually support skateboarding on the on the f- foundation level definitely skate shops are like um the backbone of it all hell yeah and a lot of kids i feel like don't realize that with just all the stuff on the internet now yeah like you were saying it's so big now that um there's definitely kids that are just getting into it for a mainstream side of it like seeing little wayne or whoever and not to knock little wayne or anything no not at all like, I think skateboarding's for everyone. It's for the fucking anyone. I don't give a fuck who. There's, but there's got to be, it's got to be a healthy balance for sure, you know? Totally. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just depends on who's buying it. Like, just because there's, there's so many companies, it's like, you don't, you're not forced to buy some whack shit, you know? So it's like up to the kids to, like, actually like what they like and not follow the herd and just like, oh, yeah, this is cool because this is so-and-so said it's cool. It's just, you know, there's something for everybody. Yeah. How, how- I had there was a question on here. They're asking about what happened with Zoo York. I mean, shit, just kind of fell into the wrong hands, I guess. Just how, for before we go forward, how long had you skated for Zoo York? Uh, ten years. Ten years with one sponsor is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. That was crazy. <laughs> so what happened as far as like um, what was the deciding factor to move on? Um, what do you mean for them? Uh, however it worked out. I mean, pretty much my contract was up, and they're like, yeah, we can't pay you anymore. So I was like, all right, cool. So then, yeah, just kept it moving. Just, you know, focused on skating hard and just kind of, that's all I focused on. I was just like, damn, I just need to skate and chill work out. So did you go, how long did you go without having a board sponsor? Shit, probably like a year. No shit, man. It's close to a year, yeah. Were you, were you, what was your mind state like for that year? What were you thinking? Um, skate. <laughs> were you still making money in skateboarding from other? Um, somewhere? yeah, Red Bull was my only one. Uh, Red yeah. Bull, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it got close, dude. I was like down to like a week with oh, money and I was like, dude, I'm moving back to Cape Cod. Like, it's just a wrap. <laughs> and then, yeah, shit just worked out. That's cool, man. So for that year, were you kind of stressing or were you just like, fuck it? I'll tell you my perspective because I was kind of paying attention because mm-hmm. I'm a fan of you and I'm a fan of skateboarding. Uh, I could see that you were just kind of like charging. You were like, oh, yeah, I was just, just skate. Yeah, kind of like, you know, it was like, damn, I lost all this. How did I get it all? I was like, oh, I skated hard and that's how I got it. So that's what I did again. Yeah, and it seemed to just uh, kind of light the fire again, dude. Yeah, totally. I feel like yeah, I'm once again. I'm sorry to everyone out there if I'm rubbing Zared's nuts too much, but <laughs> go ahead and do it. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Now I feel like you're a very unique person in skateboarding. Like you've paved your way into skateboarding, and I feel like you're a household name. And 
and it's not an easy thing to fucking do and your skating is what built your name i feel like you have a different approach you have that was one of the things on instagram when the kids was asking like how do you make your switch skating look fucking effortless and regular well thank you <laughs> yeah no worries um, sorry i know it's always uncomfortable but yeah, it's the flowers while you're still alive i mean just you know just kind of skating hard not filming stuff and just learning and you know crafting your craft you know what i mean you, and then just a lot of work the more work you put into it it's not like i'm just it just comes easily it's like i worked like stuck at the skate park for like i'd go there all day long until it got dark and just everything was skate 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 and when i would skate with the zoo dudes like just watching danny super skate switch and these dudes i was like damn this is so cool and then I remember, like, days at the skate park, I would skate, or, like, even, like, a week. I'd go to the skate park for a week and be, like, I'm only skating Switch for a whole week. Yeah, I and I just, even if, like, I couldn't do anything, I'd just skate Switch and just, like, and it started just being fun, you know? Yeah, that that's something that you had, I feel, even as a little kid, you always had, like, a good Switch push. And I feel like a lot of kids, like, even in that generation, it wasn't a lot of people that had a good Switch push. And you well, I, I pushed Mongo, so that helped. Oh, you suck. Uh. <laughs> gave hope to every Mongo push. Yeah, dude, I just switched it around. Like, if you push Mongo, just, you know, move your foot up a little further and... <laughs> Chris Cole pushed Mongo too, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember that. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Thanks for coming yeah. out of the closet on the Shetler. Nah, man, you know, you got to turn what you got and you got to make turn it all into positive things. And like, yeah, I built this muscle pushing Mongo. I might as well use it. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. At least you corrected it. Some people never do. <laughs> I feel like if you can find your center of balance on your front foot, whether you're pushing regular or switch, like if you just, like I teach every little kid at my skate lessons, I'm like, here, stand on one foot on the board with, on your front foot and just lean into it and try to hold it for like 15 seconds. Yep. And I can see him shaking and stuff. I'm like, yep. this is your foundation. If you can find your center of balance and push yep. off of this, everything's going to come way easier to you. Totally. That's like the main thing. So I guess I should have told you that back in the day but you worked it out on your own so. <laughs> <laughs> so for that year you're just like fuck it i'm just skating focusing on that i kind of had a similar moment and that's kind of where all i need came from was like the spawn it's crazy to think about z because it's like to me you're a household dude in skateboarding and, and i know to a lot of people out there like you're zared bassett you paved your way and like you're definitely up there so to think that you didn't have a sponsor for a year and almost was going back to living in Cape Cod is like crazy. And that's kind of a sign of the times. It wasn't like – it's not like you shouldn't – I mean a lot of pros out there don't even have board sponsors right now. Yeah. It's not that they don't deserve it. It's just the signs of the, sign of the times with the yeah. industry and stuff. Um, so how did the expedition come to be? Um, Joey Pepper had – mentioned it to me a lot like cause i lived pretty close to him we lived like five blocks away in brooklyn for a few years um and he would always just kind of put it in my ear like what do you think dude and da, da, da. and i wasn't really anyone to like leave a company so i was still under contract with zoo so after that thing kind of fell apart um he had reached out to me maybe like a few months after that and kind of had brought it up to me and i was thinking about it for a little bit just kind of like i don't know i really like to think out my choices i don't just like go with stuff of just kind of like like to like marinate on things it seems like if you're going to make a decision you might stay with that brand for 10 years yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so yeah then once um 
he hit me up. Then they had Matt Miller, who's on Expedition, who was on Zoo for a while with me, and Ryan Gallant was on, who we grew up skating. Not grew up skating together, but we'd always skate in Boston once in a while. And um, Yeah, it just really made sense where I was like, damn, there's like a strong New England presence on this team. Rob Welsh too, right? Rob, yeah, we're having Rob Welsh and you know, Joey Pepper and having Miller and then Ryan Gallant. It just was a no-brainer for me, and it felt, you know, that was the new home. Yeah, it seems like a really good fit, man. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, when I saw that, I got really hyped. I was just like, it's it's cool how East Coast people look out for one another for the most part, you know? Yeah. That's cool. And um, I didn't know Joey was in New York, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he build furniture? He does. He freaking built a canoe, dude. Like, (laughs) a freaking, like, beautiful canoe. That's fucked up. Um, Yeah, he works with wood. He does a bunch of different stuff. He makes, like, lamps and... Yeah, he does a bunch of cool shit. That's very cool, man. Yeah. Um, sorry, my brain's kind of lost right now, but um. Hold on, T, bud. <laughs> so, is there any projects that you're working on right now? I know. Did you, did you just have something come out with Expedition? Expedition. They had a Gone Fishing video came out uh, a few months ago. Um, besides that, that yeah, that was it with them. Yeah. Are you working on anything right now as far as video parts or any, I mean, Tampa Pro is coming up? Um, yeah, just kind of just skating and just filming stuff. And I mean, it's cold now. I'm going out every, you know, every few days. But um, <laughs> yeah, just a couple of trips this year. I'm not really working on anything particular, but, right, right. you know, just working on it. Yeah, I like that. I like on it. A lot. <laughs> you feel, with Expedition, do you feel like it's... um. It's home. Do you feel comfortable there? Yeah, for sure. Um, trips are always cool, and yeah, that's definitely. right. Yeah, they seem to they seem to do a great job, man. Is that Channy? Uh, it's yeah. I mean, Channy Welsh has um, is doing. I think brand manager now. He's doing or helping with a lot of the, like the uh, clothing and stuff, and um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. What's it? So in New York, what's your routine? You got a coffee spot nearby? Yeah, it's right in my kitchen. Oh, you got a little cold press. <laughs> my routine, yeah, I like wake up, uh, make a coffee. I'll bring the dog up to the roof, let him go, like take take a nice long piss on the roof. Did <laughs> <laughs> he shit up there too? No, 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 no. Don't then, um, hey, don't lie. We're on a podcast. Keep it real. Yeah. Once, to... once in a while, he does. <laughs> I, I pick it up. I'm gonna pull this to your your fucking neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Podcast. Look what he's doing. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, then I'll come down, get him like you know, chilling. I'll t- shower, get ready and shit. I'll probably take him, take him out again, and then yeah, then I start my day. That's awesome. <laughs> I, do, do I'm I'm just asking about New York living. Do you have a grocery store nearby? Yeah, I have one right across the street. Oh, that must be convenient. Yeah, me and my lady cook a lot. I think about it a lot if I lived because my girl always wants to move to the city because she's into pole dancing and apparently like um. The pole studio there, um, can't remember the name, is big. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a lot of money. She can make a lot of money teaching classes there, and she's always trying to convince me, but uh, I don't know, I like having a backyard at the moment. Yeah, I don't blame you. Not, not that I'll always like a backyard, but right now I'm into it, you know? You'll always like a backyard. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. We're going to jump back a, a long ways, all right? All right. All right, um, your, your father... Um, or your stepfather? I seen videos of you. Were you out lobster? Uh, yeah, that's that's my dad. That's your uh, dad? Yeah. 
That's so cool. So do you get free lobster? Um, yeah, I mean, when I go down there, for sure. What's his, uh, is that his living, or is that just something he does as a hobby? Um, it's more of a hobby. He, um, definitely, you know, him and my brother definitely make money off it. Still, you know, my brother, I think more so. Uh, my father started a copper company. He does, like, copper gutters and, like, copper fabrications for, like, some big houses in Cape Cod. Yeah, it's sick. Um, but yeah, he grew up in the Cape, so it's like, you know, they lived off the fish and... He's always been into all that stuff. So whenever I go back down, he's taking me out fishing, and he'll check the lobster pots. And that's so cool. Yeah, it's a trip. Um, I wanted to ask you too while while we're at it, dude. Um, I'm about I'm gonna start about I'm starting to put out these webisode videos. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm working on the first one right now, but it's gonna be called AIN Life with Anthony Shetler. Uh huh. And uh, it's basically gonna be skateboarding and then like other things outside the box that I like to do. The first episode. I started filming already, and um, we're gonna. I did. I started filming the float tank. Have you ever heard of sen- sensory deprivation tanks? Uh, a little bit. It's, so, so what it is, he is. It's it's a big fucking tank. <laughs> it's at this lady's spa, and it's a big tank, uh-huh. and you basically open it up. And oh, you were telling me, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's ten inch <laughs> water, and in that water is eight hundred pounds of Epsom salt. So. You basically get in this tank, you close the lid behind you, you have plugs in your ear, and you sit in the water, and then you lean back, and you just slowly start to float. Floating, it's yeah. so buoyant. And then you can't see anything, you can't hear anything, and you have no gravity because you're just floating. Wow. And then the water's even heated to your body temperature, so... feels like you just... Yeah, you don't even have the feeling of touch, really, like... Yeah. So it's you, literally just you and your thoughts for over an hour. You just lay there and... Yikes. Yeah, so the first episode I filmed, I filmed that so far, and then we're gonna do session with Westgate, and then we're gonna go to No Prob. But Sick. now that I got you on the on the podcast and I have you on the spot right now, no oh shit, no pressure at all. <laughs> no, maybe for one of the episodes I could come up to New York and we could go out for the day and just skate the city. Yeah, of course, dude. We'll be like skating New York with Zared for a day. Let's do it. Hell yeah, and then um. Maybe uh, I'm going to try and do some crazy shit. I don't know if you ever want to try skydiving or anything weird, man. Yeah, you know, no. Because one of the episodes, we're going to go skydiving. There's actually a place here we're going to go indoor skydiving. Okay. Kind of crazy. What? <laughs> How big of a building is that? I don't know, but my family <laughs> has the connection. But we're going to go real skydiving as well. I figured for the webisodes, it's just going to be like skateboarding and just cool shit outside the box. So That sounds awesome. Sign me up. But I'm hyped you down, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's cool. Um, oh, sh- who's that? You got a little kid? Uh, no, Jenna just came in. Oh, my lady. She's not like a little girl. What up, Jenna? <laughs> Anthony says, "What's up?" Hi. Hi. She made the podcast. You made the podcast, babe. <laughs> hey, if uh, if anyone ever, if anyone wants to hit you up, um, social media wise, and say hi or ask any more questions, where can they reach you? Uh, my Insta is Zared Bassett. Cool. Give, Are you on Facebook? Facebook, Twitter, any of that? Yeah, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I think Twitter... Yeah, it should just be Zared Bassett, I believe. Okay. I haven't... I don't really go on the Twitter and the Facebook that often, but it should be the same. Cool. Sick. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming on, Z. Sick, dude. Thanks for having me on your airwaves, bro. Yeah, no worries. And we'll definitely <laughs> have to do it again in a couple months, for sure. I'm down. Because after you win Tampa, we can just sit down and have that celebrate. I actually had that conversation with Susky. Uh, can't wait to you listen to the podcast. We talked about his gap back tail slide. Oh, dude, that's legendary. Yeah, we talked about that moment, and we talked about like um, 
pretty much like a lot all all his sponsors and moving forward with all that and it's kind of cool to hear it from people's own words. Do you ever think about doing a podcast yourself? I haven't. I have not. Dude, Zared, you should. It should be like the Z Bass Hour or something. <laughs> it's awesome. I'll or Z Bass. About it. It could be ten minutes a week, dude. Some podcasts are just simple, like whatever. You know what I mean? I think everyone should do it. I think it's That's rad. Actually, before we go, how do you feel about all the technology? Are you backing it all? Yeah, I mean, it's cool, dude. I mean, you know, if you're smart enough to know how to use it and what to use and what not to use, like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What, the, what about... Actually, fuck it, we're not leaving yet. You still got a little more time? Yeah, I got a little bit. All right. Um, How, how did you... Because I was asking... I had a podcast with Derek Fukuhara, and I asked him the same question. And I'm always kind of curious because I shoot photos here and there. Mm-hmm. But um, how did you get into, like, actually shooting photos and realizing that you, you could take a good photo and, like, having confidence? Because I, I feel like you can – you're a legit photographer in my mind from what, <laughs> from what I've seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've always been into shooting photos. I remember my mom had this little, like, camera in the house when I was super young and I'd like always pretend to take photos with it and then like I remember being younger and driving in the car and just like looking out the window and just seeing cool angles and stuff and being like oh that'd be such a cool photo like as you drive by buildings or or whatever and um yeah then I just got a little camera and started shooting photos and then uh when I started traveling shooting a lot more photos because it was just new things that I was you know I had never seen before um yeah just doing it doing it and doing it that's what Derek said too. He said he he took a trip to South America, I think, mm-hmm. and he said that was like the big turning point in shooting photos because he shot some stuff and he came back with some photos that he was like, "Wow, these are like yeah amazing photos," and it gave him like more confidence in that. You totally, have, yeah. It's like anything. The longer you do it, you know, the more confidence you're gonna. Do you have. do you have any? Um, people can see your photos. I'm guessing on your Instagram. Uh, not. I mean, I not no, not really. I had a little. Uh, blog thing for a while, but I kind of just I don't know. I'm, I got stuff bubbling. Yeah, I got some stuff in the works. Cool. Well, we're excited to see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, do you ever think about shooting photos, like making money off of shooting photos one day? I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, yeah, I've thought about it for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not not yet. Just continue to be a skate rat. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm always shooting photos of my buddies and stuff. Just That's learning and. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's kind of impossible to learn, or it is impossible to learn everything about photography. It's like skating. There's so many different things involved. Like, you're always shooting a different, you know, the lighting's always different, and subject's always different, so it's like constantly stuff to learn. It's kind of like a lifelong mission, huh? Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Um, Another thing before we go is... The further though, as I get older and the more like I've been, we've been skating for so long now. It's fucking awesome that we can sit. <laughs> do you feel like um, do you feel like you'll ever stop progressing or like do you feel like you hit walls and then you work past them? Like, how do you feel about like, I don't know. Some of my favorite things are like older dudes that have been doing it for so long and their 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 styles are so mature and stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about like progressing and getting older and your skating? Has it changed? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm psyched. I, um, I stopped drinking a couple years ago, which was, like, a huge thing for my skating. Um, I remember just being super frustrated not being able to do things that I, like, you know, knew I could do because physically my body was fucked up. Yeah. So once I stopped drinking, I feel like I got, like, a lot more comfortable on my board and just, you know, um, 
yeah, like you're saying, like you look up to dudes that have been doing it for a while, and it's like their style gets better and better because they're just getting more and more comfortable on their skateboard. Yeah. Um, which is rad. Yeah, I feel like um, skateboarding is like a wine. It like gets better with age. You know what totally. I mean? Totally. Like, yeah. You can't. You de- you're definitely like because the more you do anything and the more you like really enjoy it, the the better that kickflip's gonna look. The more comfortable you're gonna be. The more feeling you're gonna have. Yeah. And as you get older too, it feels like. Your your direction, your drive, and purpose behind everything kind of gives another a uh, little notch to the style as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm more particular with what I skate these days, and you know, I'm not gonna just jump down any gap like I used to jump down anything. Like, oh, let's do it. Now it's kind of like if I see something that looks really cool that I, you know, being that I shoot photos, I kind of see things like how I'd want it. I'd want to shoot it, you know. So if yeah. there's like a really cool background or something really cool about it, I'll definitely like make me want to jump down something like a rail or something bigger you know yeah that i kind of stay away from these days a little more but if i see the right one i'm psyched yeah i can completely understand that too and you know what that is that's the perks of being be, making a name in skateboarding the per- when you're young <laughs> you don't have a name so it's like fuck i gotta make i gotta take advantage of every opportunity because there's a million other kids out there that don't have names that are trying to take advantage of every opportunity totally when you've been in the skateboarding game and the skateboarding industry for over a decade 15 years plus it's like you've already made your mark and now you can just build off of that and you don't have to you know prove yourself so you don't have to go jump down these massive rails you can kind of let your style and your your tricks grow and people want to see you progress down your path not necessarily keep up with like whatever the fucking 50 totally. are doing they want to see yeah yeah you're gonna take it you know what i mean exactly yeah yeah, I love that side of skating. I love where skating's at right now because it seems like everyone's invited, you know? It's like yep. everyone's invited to the party, and I hope it stays this way. Yeah, I mean, it's all what we make of it, you know? Yeah, we're in charge. That's the important part. Skateboard's in charge. We if, in charge. We in charge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. Well, yeah. fuck yeah, Zarek. Thank you so much, man. Of course, dude. Definitely one of my favorite, and I'm so hyped that you're still killing it, and I'm hyped. That's so cool that um, you're still doing it, man, and it's going to keep going. Hell yeah, Anthony. I'm psyched on everything you got going on, dude. It's inspiring. Yeah, let's just keep building. I think um, we can have the little paradise that we all dream of. We all just got to have our hearts and, and our minds and all be focused on the same direction. And if we all carry our own weight, it'll we'll just move in the same direction together. You know what I mean? Yep, totally agreed. Fuck yeah. And if you ever want to do a podcast, you let me know. Uh, like, uh, like, if, you, if it was just like, you could do like once a week, 10 minutes with Zared. And it's just a rant about some crazy ass person you ran ran into yeah. New York City or something like insane that happened. That would be amazing. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many people would tune in and be like, "Listen to that." That's funny. <laughs> it's awesome, man. Cool. Right. Well, tell Mr. T I said peace. All right. No doubt. R Z, keep killing it. All right, Shelly, love you, dude. Love you too. Peace. Later. Hang on, brothers and sisters. Liberation is near. It's almost time.